Hello, my friends. When Zarathustra first began his mission to convert the world, he understood and spoke of religion in a way that, um, in a revolutionary way, where one could choose their own religion so that they were not coerced by their ethnicity or their um, national culture uh, to be uh, forced into any specific faith or belief system. Zarathustra believed that religion was a thing of um, voluntarism and also that what you believed wasn't something that um, was chosen for you or what you chose. It was what you found to be truth. Truth is central to Zarathustra's um, teaching. So what you knew to be true is what you believed. It was fact for you. And so if you did believe in Zarathustra's teachings, it's because you found them to be true. And to oppose that by willfully and ignorantly choosing another faith as your own, even against your own um, ethical morality and understanding the truth of Zarathustra's message, would be anathema to even your own conscience. Because one can't reconcile a false belief. Because belief and falsehood don't go together. Belief is what you know to be true. Falsehood is what you know to be false. So, we can see there that, first of all, Zarathustra was a proselytizing priest. He was a proselytizer of his, his own religion. Now, we can... We can argue two different uh, positions on whether Zarathustra did any kind of reform or whether it was simply the evolution of the Iranian um, uh, Mazda Yasnia over time where, you know, Mazda, because Mazda was used before Zarathustra, it just wasn't, it's argued now that he just wasn't um, raised to the status of the high god. But let's be clear about something else too. When, when Ahura Mazda was called by Zarathustra, um, the, um, the God of Wisdom, he wasn't saying that he was the God of Wisdom, as in there are a bunch of gods, and of those gods, the God of Wisdom would be Ahura Mazda. Zarathustra says that the world and the universe and the cosmos, the multiverse, was created by this being or company of beings, as it were, called Ahura Mazda, Mazda and his Ahuras. So this is one office of creation here. And Zarathustra is saying that this is one, a godhead. This is, this is wisdom. This is wise Lord, a wise God, not, not the God who is wise among other gods who aren't. So if, if Zarathustra is saying that the wise Lord is the creator of the whole cosmos, then he is saying that there is one God. That one God is the 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 Ahura or the Lord of the truth, as creator of the truth, and uh, the God whose uh, hypostasy is truth. Truth is one with God. God is, Ahura Mazda is one with truth. 
just as every Ashavan should be one with truth. So this tells us something really neat. It says that that Zarathustra worshipped a god who was not a god among many, but he was the god. Therefore, if the god gave him the truth in the form of the Mazdiaznia, then he would necessarily have been a proselytizer because the world was given a faith, a religion, a truth through Zarathustra from Ahura Mazda. What does this mean? What does this mean to us today? Today this means that if we are Baptist, if we are Methodist, if we are uh, Rabbinical Jewish, if we are Messianic Jewish, if we are Hindi, if we are a Jainist, if we are any faith other than Masiyaznia, then we are finding somewhere something that is false from the perspective of the teaching of Zarathustra. This means that there is a there is something there that's not true. Truth is one with God, which means that truth, the cosmos, the cosmic order, is what is is the divine what is God what is the law so the law of Mazda is truth and truth is primal to her Mazda so in conclusion we can find one thing necessarily that the wise Lord is the Lord in other words the God he is a universal God so for example when the Jews were freed from Babylon and sent back to Israel as returners. Uh, Ezra was sent with them, who was a um, Zoroastrian priest, to teach the religion of the God of heaven amongst the Jews. Uh, and, and to those who came to the new temple that they were rebuilding with the uh, help of Cyrus the Great, who freed them. So Judaism uh, morphed from a tribal Yahwist religion or faith to a religion of the God of heaven, even though they still called him Yahweh, they were effectively worshiping the wise Lord under the name Yahweh. Just like, um, uh, just in the same way that Cyrus the Great understood when he, um, when he conquered Babylon, the, the Babylonians who worshiped Marduk, in his mind, they were worshiping Ahura Mazda because he understood that Ahura Mazda is the God of the cosmos, the creator of everything. Therefore, no matter what someone called him, then they were still saying Ahura Mazda. So he began to do the same thing in the, in the, under the fashion of the Masmaga that Zarathustra did, which is to reform the thinking of the world to fit under the truth that is Ahura Mazda. So that you didn't, uh, it doesn't matter what you called your God, as long as you worshipped him in a universalist fashion, then you became um, a Mazdan, a Mazdiaznia, uh, Mazdiaznian in effect. So if you worshipped, you know, in good thought and good word and good deed, then you became effectively a Zoroastrian. And we see this all the way through to Jesus, um, when he taught them, his people how to pray, the Jews how to pray, he said, uh, when you pray, say, Our Father. In fact, that's the only prayer that he taught. 
he says, say, our Father, which to the Jews, we know uh, historically, God, their God, was a contractual boss who, and a tribal one who chose them as his people, and he, you know, he allowed them to choose him as their God. So, we, we know that Zarathustra did exactly what eventually Cyrus the Great would go on to do, and is to universalize the idea of God because God is one and God is the truth and therefore anything outside of that is no longer one and it's no longer the truth it's falsehood it's multiplicity where God is unity and truth so what necessarily then um, Zoroastrianism is a proselytizing faith where as we discussed before in a previous episode there there were two historical reasons for the non-conversion policy and there are one good reason why it's still in effect in India and in, Zor and in uh, Zoroastrian Iran, Iran is because they follow the Mithra they keep the contract that they agreed with no matter if it was with an enemy or a friend they have to keep the contract and we honor them for that but we are to be a proselytizing religion here in the here in the West, as Mazdans, or as Western Zoroastrians, because we're not under the law of India or under the law of Iran anymore. We are under the law of Ahura Mazda, the primal law of truth. So, thank you, my friends. Ushite, happiness to you.